what's going on welcome back to another podcast as always i apologize for any noises in the background in advance and anything of that nature so what i want to talk about in today's you obviously already know first i want to start with my disclaimer by saying these are for entertainment purposes only and i believe in your ability to have your own guidance system so take everything that i say with a grain of salt because i'm not in your life i'm not in your shoes therefore i can't come to your personal conclusions so i want to talk about how to be in alignment or better yet what alignment means and why a lot of spiritual people and monks meditate or why people meditate in the first place it doesn't really matter it's not too too specific on the topic of meditation but let's start off by saying what is alignment and how can we achieve that through specifically meditation. So what alignment is, it's basically feeling like a kid again, feeling like you're super duper free, feeling like you have whatever and whatever you could ever want either right now or coming to you. And you can make that a possibility for yourself. It's feeling so exhilarated about life, exhilarated about you exhilarated and excited and fun and free and it's kind of like when you were a kid and you got a brand new toy you can wait to go home to open the toy right that's what alignment is it's feeling like holy shit this is so fucking great i can't wait i can't wait that feeling of excitement let's say you have a trip coming up and you're like oh my god i can't wait for that trip that's the excitement that's alignment that's what alignment means alignment is just you being in a flow state of life and when you're in the flow state of life you're actually in bliss and when you're in bliss you actually feel really happy and when you're happy it you know kind of snowballs into excitement and it's kind of just the waves of the motions the motion of the waves the motion of the ocean type of thing like your feelings progress and when you're in a state of bliss you come into a state of freedom and when you're in a state of freedom you're in a state of excitement because you're excited to do the things that make you feel free and you're excited to do more of the things that you want to do because you know that you're free and so being in alignment is basically like being a kid again seeing the world super bright experiencing all the fucking shades of the rainbow experiencing excitement experiencing happiness bliss joy everything even sadness and i like to say that you're never not in alignment just because i believe that whatever happens in life is a learning experience therefore i was meant to be there but I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that if you purposefully feel some negative emotion that's your alignment because that's not that's an influence from an outside factor and so alignment is being in a state of equilibrium with source so what that means, like I said, source is what we come from, 
we have no way of pinpointing that as we're human beings, you feel me? We don't have a specific thing that we can target, but we are in a world that is made out of vibrations, so we can conclude from the evidence that we have been given that source is a vibration, a vibration of eternal bliss. And so when you're at equilibrium with eternal bliss and yourself, you feel free, you feel like a kid, you feel like you have no worries, you feel like you have no stress, no burdens, no worries, no problems, no insecurities, nothing, right? And when you feel like that, that's when you're at equilibrium with the universe. And when you don't feel like that, let's say you're sad. What was the reason that made you sad? Most of the time, the things that make you sad are things that are that only exist right here, right now, right? And let me give you a few examples of things that I would let hinder me into thinking that this life is really real, like this is it, right? Some things that would make me sad are when my family did stuff, right? Or, you know, obviously negative stuff and just negative things in general. Right? But the only things that are negative are the things that are on Earth. And those are the only things that can influence me into feeling negative emotions. And therefore, in your life, the only things that can influence you to have a negative experience or negative emotions is right there, what I said, experience. Whatever you experienced, meaning it's already gone. Meaning it's already in the past. So, a lot of the time... Something that really, I want, hold on, I wanted to say and talk about something that really gets me into the state of flow, but I'm going to go into a different direction and talk about something that already has helped me get into the flow without me necessarily even noticing that I'm getting into flow. So, and what flow is, it's equilibrium with the universe, meaning you don't even know if it's been 20 minutes or 30 hours because you're having so much fun. So getting into the flow state for me had always consisted of explaining to people that things are not as bad as it seems and that everything is very joyful and very playful and having wonderful conversations about how rosy my lenses are how rose-colored my lenses are and how rosy my tint for the view of the world is. And I think that's another reason why I come on here to talk about, you know, stupid bubbly things that make me happy because those things are really true. And getting into alignment is easy. It's easy if you allow it to be easy, right? Like, for example, if I say, do you want $5 or do you want a hug? Most likely, you're going to pick the $5 because you're not at the state where you could just choose something because you know that it comes with a feeling, right? So you rather pick the bigger thing, right? You could have $10 or you could have $20. Most likely, you're going to pick $20. And so for me, I never really saw the world through that way of 
living. I, when I look at my two options of living, or when it comes to any fork in the road, right? Meaning, having any decision, I go with the decision that feels the best. Because I know that whatever feels the best is going to work for me. Because I know that the universe is always working for me no matter what I do. And so me being in a flow state means feeling free. And if I'm free, I get to choose what makes me happy. Right? But if I'm fighting the urge to be in equilibrium, then I'll say, you know what? That $20 isn't enough for me. How about you give me 100 and that $100 isn't enough for me. How about you give me 500 And that 500 is not enough for me. So give me more. Give me more. Give me more. Because it's not enough. Because I am not satisfied. And when you really, really, really look at the people who are not in flow state all the time. They're pushing love. Specifically love out of their life. The majority of people who have trust issues, the majority of people who are sad all the time, the people who are angry and frustrated and all these negative things all the time, they usually push away love. And it's usually because of some external influence, right? They got hurt in the past, something happened in the past, something happened in their childhood, where now they feel like they can't trust people. So now they live on edge. Now they don't live in this free kid world. Right? Like when you grow up and you have to start paying bills. Now you don't live in this world of freedom. Because now you have to get a job. Now you have to do stuff that you don't want to do. But that's because you're focused on the things that are outside of you. If you were truly free, you would do things because they feel good, not because you need to. You do things because they feel good to you because you know that the universe when you are at equilibrium when you are at flow with the universe and the universe's vibration and accepting love from the universe you know that if I choose having a job that makes me feel good about myself versus a job that I know will pay me way way beyond what I'm getting paid at this other job I'm going to do it because I want to. I'm going to do it because it makes me happy. The majority of teachers that you see in the world, they don't. They're not teachers for the pay. You feel me? They are not teachers because they want money and because it pays so well and because this or that. There's no external, external factors at all. There's nothing at play externally. They say, I want to be a teacher because I want to make a difference. In the youth, I want to touch at least one person's soul. And through touching one person's soul, I know that I've made enough of an impact. Because that's enough for me. Doing this thing is enough for me. Some people say, I want to work at a grocery store because somebody needs their item scanned. And that's enough for me. That's where I feel happiest. I feel happiest being a cashier at Walmart. Because that's where I can touch somebody's soul. Because I know myself. And that's where I feel the freest. That's where I feel like a kid again. And some people, they want to help people. They want to do bigger things and bigger things. And some people don't know what they want to do. And so, 
how to even be in alignment to notice what you're doing and when there's a fork in the road what to choose and how to trust your inner guidance and how to have so much clarity that you can see through fucking metal you can see through the dark you can see through the fog it's very simple first things first note what I said about what being in alignment means being in alignment means feeling so ridiculously free that you feel like a kid again that you're so happy with whatever has turned up in your life you're so happy that you don't focus on when somebody steps accidentally steps on your J's on your new J's and being so happy that when somebody comes up to you and they're mad disgustingly rude to you you're like oh I kinda like that you have a shitty attitude it's something different than what I'm experiencing in myself it's being so in equilibrium with the world that you don't care about what other people do what other people say what other people want because you're so in tune because you're so focused on what the world says you should be doing because the world is giving you answers constantly you just have to make enough room to hear and when you are a kid or when you were a kid everything looks so much brighter everything was so much more fun and when you get into that flow state it's like you're a kid again you feel disgustingly free you feel happy and you don't need a reason to feel happy and so being in alignment is just truly being in a state of bliss knowing that the universe is there for you and so you just have to make enough room for you to be there for the universe right it's all a relationship everything is a relationship every single aspect of life is a relationship so how do you accomplish feeling this way through meditation a lot of people will start with breathing right because meditation is just focusing and when you first start to meditate your focus is kind of everywhere right so it's kind of like trying to make a kid with ADHD stop and sit down for an hour that's gonna be really really difficult why because it's not used to that and that kids brain is not wired to be doing that right so when you sit down and you try to focus you're like well, what am I focusing on I don't understand what to focus on I don't even understand how to meditate how is this supposed to make me feel better how does how 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 you have so much questions that are not answered you have so much feelings that are bottled up you have so much going on in your day-to-day that you don't know where to start and it feels kind of overwhelming it's kind of like if you're in a hoarder's house and you say okay I have to clean this but where do I start there's way too much way too much here for me to just start picking stuff up I feel way overwhelmed as soon as I walk through the door so when you sit down and you start to meditate my thing the way that I started was not specifically focusing right your mind is gonna wander and you're gonna have a lot of questions and you're gonna have a lot of feelings arise so what I did for a long time was just I would just sit in quiet in peace and quiet I do this either outside outside is probably the best bet 
just because you're in tune with nature. And it's kind of like immersing yourself in water. But instead of submerging yourself in water, you're immersed in air. You're immer immersed in nature. You're submerged in source, source energy. Because source made everything. So, outside's probably your best bet. And if you do meditate outside, take off your shoes and allow your feet to fully feel the ground. And socks. Bare feet. And the electromagnetic field of Earth will actually heal you in the process of you just sitting and grounding and meditating. And I also want to go over the term grounding because grounding is kind of it's kind of similar to meditation, but meditation has its own purpose. So I'm going to go over meditation then I'll go over grounding. So like I said, the way that I started meditating was to just allow my brain to just be scattered. Allow the ADHD kid within your little brain to jump, skip, and fucking do flips. And allow it to do its thing. But don't pick one thought. Right? Because the majority of the time when we're thinking, we'll kind of be in a daze. Right? Like when you're in a, in a car and you're driving, you're in a daze. You don't know how you got to your destination because of the daze you put yourself in. Right? And when you are in meditation, you're in the daze. You're sitting in the daze, but you're watching... All of the thoughts pass through as you daze. And when you're dazed, you have so many thoughts come in and out, in and out, in and out, and you don't focus on them. So when you're meditating, you see them go by because you have nothing else to do. And when you're watching these go by, you could be like, oh, I like that one, or oh, I don't like that one. And when you like one or you don't like one, you're kind of like, it's kind of like when kids see bubbles, they either want to pop them or they want to grab them. Right? You want to grab this thing, or you want to pop this thing, but as soon as you grab it or you pop it, it's gone. And that's how you want to conceptualize meditation. As soon as you have a thought that you like or you don't like, let it go. And when you're focused on not having grabbed onto these thoughts, you'll notice that you come to a point where you're like, I actually want to think about this thing. So let me just not focus on it for a little bit and try to focus on something else. And another reason why I say do this outside if you do meditate or to try it outside because you'll have more stuff to focus on. The wind brush against your skin, the sunlight on your skin, how those things feel will definitely take you out of the mental place that you construct, right? Or your thoughts. Or if you see birds go by, it'll help you kind of focus out of what you're actually doing. It's kind of like meditation is driving and the days is not focusing. Not focusing on one point, right? This is why a lot of people say that when they start meditating, they focus on their breath. And when you focus on your breath, you're able to get yourself at a state of like calmness or bliss. And when you get more and more advanced, then you can pick 
certain feelings to meditate on, or you could pick certain manifestations to meditate on, or certain ideas or thoughts to meditate on, right? Like, let's say you are really, really advanced in meditation, and you say, okay, well, I want to focus on how good I would feel if I had this thing, or what it would feel like, or what it feels like to talk to my guides, or let me connect to my guides, right? And you'll focus on those feelings, and those feelings will bring you one closer into alignment every single time that you meditate, you get into alignment, and it helps naturally. It helps your life in more than one way, and it helps your mind. It's kind of like, I like to think of meditation as a mind shower, because it's kind of like getting rid of all the things that happen in a day-to-day, and restarting, refreshing. So, so, how to get into meditation? One, you could try going outside or be in a quiet area and sit down and just try to focus on one thing. Try to focus on one thing. And thoughts are going to pop up and they're going to dissipate. So allow those things to pop up and dissipate. Even if you think that those thoughts are important. And you want to grab them. Right? So let's say... Let's say you try meditating. I would say put something in front of you. And it doesn't matter the object. You could put a teddy bear. You could put a box, you could put an apple, it doesn't matter what you put in front of you, just focus on that thing. And just watch that thing. Just watch that thing exist. And your thoughts are going to come up, and they're going to wash away. Like a tide. And when that happens, redirect yourself to focus on that object. And... Do that over and over. Start with, you know, five minutes, work to 10, work to 15, work to 20, work to 30. And, you know, if you want to go past 30, then go past 30. If you only want that to be a goal to get to 30, that's okay too. A lot of people have a lot of stuff to do in their day to day. So anyways, now I want to talk about what grounding is, because I feel like grounding is, in a way, it could be the same thing. But it's not the same thing. So meditating is you bringing yourself to awareness, right? You're putting attention into this thing, right? Like, let's say, let's take my example. You're sitting down in a room and you're staring at an apple. You're aware of this apple and your awareness is being tuned to notice this apple. And you're going to start to notice a lot of these things. Right, you're going to start to notice how many dots are on the apple. You're going to start to notice how many lines. And if it's bruised, how many bruise, bruises. And, you know, you're going to start to notice a lot. And that noticing is what meditation does. It kind of like opens you up. It's kind of like when you first start a book and you open up the book. And you start reading, 
You're like, wow, this is a really good book, and I'm getting to know this book. That's what meditation is. You're opening an awareness. And when that awareness is opened, you need a bookmarker, right? When you're reading a book, you need a place to know where you are. And so that's where I think grounding kind of branches away from the idea that it's the same thing as meditation. Because it can be, but it's also not. So, you need a bookmarker when you're reading a book, right? To make sure that you know where you are on the book. But you need to be able to read the book, right? In order for you to open a book. So, that's what meditation is. Meditation is you opening this book and being able to read the book, right? And grounding is the bookmarker. And so, the best way that I can describe what grounding is, it's kind of like, okay, so you have yourself in this rhythm of like, I feel good when I meditate, and I'm learning to tune into my own awareness, and it's making me more aware, but there's moments where I dip, and life is just bleh. Grounding is getting back. It's kind of like... You have a plate full of sand, and you start to lean to one side, and sand starts to fall out of the plate. And what grounding is, is realizing that your plate is tilting, and that the sand is falling out. And so you readjust the plate, and now no sand is falling out. And so you're paying attention to this, this plate, right, when you're meditating, but you don't have that amount of time every single day, right? There's some days where you're more busy and where you're less busy. And on days where you're less busy, you can meditate because you have more time. But when you're too busy to meditate and you get off of this mental high horse that you put yourself on in a good way, right? Some people take my words and they're like, oh, piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, you fall off your little high horse and you get back on and you say oh i noticed that i fell off that's a bookmark right so you ground yourself you feel good and when you're able to ground yourself it'll feel very you'll feel very accomplished because you'll notice that you fell off right and meditation is to make you feel good so once you feel good there's times where oh now i don't feel so good anymore then you go back, but you don't have to fully immerse yourself in this process of meditation. Now you just kind of dip your toes and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm back. And all I had to do was ground myself and remember what I was doing in meditation. So think of meditation as swimming and think of grounding as just putting your feet in. It could be the same thing, but it's not. Anyways... I hope that helped, and of course, these are for entertainment purposes only, so take everything that I say with a grain of salt, because I'm not in your life, I'm not your shoes, therefore I don't have the answers that you're looking for. Anyways, thanks my babies for being here, paying attention, listening, having your awareness on this, so yeah, I hope that this was helpful in, you know, the regards of helping you be in alignment and helping you know what it is, 
And most of the time, if you're already in alignment, this just kind of told you like, oh my god, I'm doing a good job. And if you're doing a good job, keep going. I believe in you. And yeah. So this is where I'm going to end it because this went way over 25 and I usually end them at 25 and cut them up. But I feel like these these topics deserved a little bit longer amount of time. Anyways, with that being said, I hope you have a good day, good night, whenever you're listening. And I hope to see you in the next one. Peace.